another 10-point podcast weekly movie news where we scour the internet and do all the research and so you don't have to get clickbaited, but we definitely do and Chris definitely seems to <laughs> <laughs> So, start because it's been the ongoing thing that I like to uh, moan about before I actually get into what I'm watching. It's a little <laughs> bit of pre-news. Um, we talked about it last week, Cineworld. Uh, looks like cinemas are fucked in general. Um, when we brought this news out last time, cin- cinemas were fucked. Yep. They were getting bailed left, right and centre around the world. Um, and then they released, um, what was that stupid film I hated? It's like Inception, but not Inception. Tenet. Tenant, yeah. Oh, that right, was, right. Tenet left. Cinema which was an utter gash film and didn't have to save cinema. <laughs> Baffling film. Yeah. Uh, however, Unhinged definitely saved cinema. <laughs> Unhinged, yeah. That was a bad uh, Oh, yeah, we're back now to another It's Fucked Again. Thing where it looks like bankruptcy and a tactical move. My local cinema looks like it's definitely shutting down no matter what. So there goes my six years of Cineworld card membership. Just fuck it off. Where's your next nearest, like, time-wise, how far is it to your next nearest cinema? Uh, it's only about five more minutes. It's in right. the next town over. But still, it's not the fucking point. <laughs> it'll bring me swiftly on. We'll come back to this point in a minute, I'm sure. But once again, I did not bother going to the cinema because I just couldn't be arsed. It was depressing. I still haven't seen Bullet Train. I still haven't seen Nope. So I've got very little to talk about. However, I do have one thing I need to talk about. Wrexham. Oh yes, yeah. I haven't started yeah. it, but I thought it was there. Which I, I yeah, thought it was a, like I thought it was a film documentary. It's a series documentary. Yeah, so. half hours, I think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm one episode in. I'm all in in Wrexham. Are you a Wrexham <laughs> fan? <laughs> that's, that's what I'm, I'm, like, there's a part right at the very start where Rob McElhenney basically describes Wrexham. Yep, I'm all in. It seems like it's our hometown as well. So it, I think it's I, a behind-the-scenes documentary about Ryan Reynolds, Rob McElhenney taking over the football club Wrexham. Uh, is it from their perspective or is it from it's the from, football it's, clubs it's from everybody's perspective and there's an actual genius moment in it where they're filming before they even plan to buy it right so they okay. actually they actually start like fx started the documentary of rob McElhenney about buying wrexham okay so they started filming from that day which was like day one he had the idea he's filming it and it's like how he got ryan reynolds on board Including like they've not even like you know the, the, the chairmans and all that have to agree with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's there's a bit and it's just, like right at the start where they're doing a Zoom call like this, and Rob McElhenney's got a massive camera, like proper IMAX camera behind him <laughs> filming the documentary. Well, the chair people says, "Are you going to make this into a documentary?" To which Ryan Reynolds just goes like this, <laughs> oh, fucked it already before we've even got the club. But yeah, I'm all in. So it's some. funny that you say that it was Rob's idea because it's all Ryan Reynolds just now. Oh, is, He's the one that's always over. But it is Rob. It is Rob was the ideas man. He wanted to do it. He needed a big time. Watch the first episode. It's, yeah. uh, it's not really timed, a movie. They've timed the release really well because Amazon's behind the scenes on Arsenal from last season has basically just finished like this week as well. So they're basically, as everyone's like, oh, I'm sad I finished watching that behind the scenes football documentary. Disney over here, I brought out this brand new one. Oh, we can watch this new one. I've got a different team now. So it's perfect timing. Obviously, the start of the football season as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much the only thing I've watched this week. I was like trying to think, what else have I watched? Other than that, I've been absolutely hooked on. I'm not going to bore you with it, but Discovery Plus, just watching random documentaries about shit. Right. <laughs> like, I'm all in on treasure hunting and shit, search for Bigfoots, UFOs. I'm all, like, that's what I've spent my week doing. So, 
Chris, what's your recommendations? What have you watched? I'm sure you've got something. I will. You'll be shocked to hear that I went to the cinema. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> you just burned it off. Goodness. Bullshit. Uh, I did. I went to go see Lo- uh, Thor Love and Thunder, which was... Uh, that was a mistake. It was a mistake, yeah. It was... It's, it's all coming to streaming in like a week, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah no, I realised that. <laughs> Me and Nicola, like, I'd done nothing all summer holidays apart from work and look after kids. And I thought, do you know what, Nicola, I want one day, we're going to go to the cinema and have a day just the two of us. Ready to go see Thor Love and Thunder. It was shit. Unnecessary, apart from bringing Jane back into the mix. And then I got home and it says it's coming out on the 2nd of September. <laughs> Absolutely I, amazing. I literally just you... went to the kitchen and just went, gave her a cuddle and went, I'm sorry, we just wasted this day completely. You <laughs> <laughs> should have gone to see no bullet train. <laughs> I, no, I, I did suggest them, but then I was like, no, do you know what? I'm going to see Thor Love and Thunder. I think you've been overcritical. No, yeah. you were banging the money. Apparently, I'm, I think of all people I've seen talking about reviewing Bullet Train, I've had the kindest review of it. Everybody is either saying it's bad or it's eh. And I'm like, I quite liked it. I thought it was quite good. But I'm yeah, still, listen, I'm, still, I'm definitely going this Saturday. I've decided I'm going to do a back-to-backer. <laughs> I'm doing Bullet Train and Nope. That's even the right way cinema, Yeah, yeah even, even if my cinema's shutting down, I'm still going to go and do it. Cause... Yeah. One last hurrah at the cinema. Yeah. yeah. Uh, apart from that I also started a Marvel marathon just for the sake of it uh, I've watched Captain America Captain Marvel and Iron Man oh, random order I know uh, no, I'm doing it in chronological order yeah I was going to say that's ah, kind of, yeah. when I last did that's how I did it as well I started Disney I order but I also watched because I watched it when I back I don't know, a couple of months ago and I was watched Agent Carter because I'd never seen it either I thought oh I'll squeeze that in that comes after Captain America I so. tried to do that I tried to do all like the TV series I eventually did it but now there's too many films to do it so I can't worry <laughs> I'm also going to add in the Incredible Hulk because that's not on uh, Disney Plus and it's becoming significant because of uh, She Hulk at the moment yeah even more so in episode two if you if you have or haven't seen that yeah, yeah I've just watched that today as well but yeah that's literally all I've watched this week. Well, She-Hulk yeah, so. is the big thing I've watched, really, honestly. <laughs> honestly, uh, More Better Call Saul, working my way through that. Jade nailed out the whole of the Sandman in about five days. I lasted three episodes into Sandman. <laughs> and I was like, ah, nah, I can give this one a miss and stop watching. I can see oh. that it's good. I can see, see why people like it, but it's just not my thing. See, if you get past episode three, that's the end of one shit story, and then they just change it. Yeah. Like every three episodes, they just change the, the thing. And what she did turn to me and says, that feels like that's a whole part of this finished and there's still three episodes to go. And she's like, oh yeah, it's like a whole different story now. Yeah. Uh, but she, she raved about it, but yeah, I, I, I didn't get by episode three. The guy, the way the main guy, who it took me to episode three to realise he's the guy from the boat that rocked, I could not place him in that. He's a young guy from, it's called Pirate Radio, I think, in other yeah. places. But, but he, him oh, talking... Yeah strange voice Lord, I, I am uh, I am Morpheus uh, it's like just speak normally why are you talking like that it, it really bugged me but yeah Better Call Saul still getting on with that I've not caught up yet I've still avoided spoilers I don't know what happens at the end of it though it's just happened I'm nice to avoid that but She-Hulk episode 2 I'm all in on She-Hulk now episode 2 I do really like good. She-Hulk yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not like my only criticism is the animation is shocking yeah it's a bit but... iffy but but the rest of it, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I don't understand the, the fourth wall thing. I thought only Deadpool could do that. Episode two was a bit weird with that. So I feel like it, it kind of was forced on us a little bit that she spoke to us a couple of times. But yeah, I'm hoping my internal logic is that there actually is another person in there. You know how in the first episode Hulk was, or what do you call him, Bruce Banner was like, you don't have to battle with someone for control. My assumption is that the fourth wall breaking is her speaking to the other one who is actually in there. Right. But. I know very little. I know like zero about She-Hulk. These two episodes of television is what I know about She-Hulk. I don't know her at all. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, a lot funnier to me. The comedy was more my kind of comedy. 
the special guest star that was in it, <laughs> a real twist from what he was the previous time yep. he appeared in the universe. Uh, but I enjoyed him. It makes uh, sense. Yeah. Sense it's an argument. Without spoilers, I do like the little tie-in that is, came in with a previous yeah. Marvel film. A recent yeah, exactly. One, so yeah. I'm interested so, yeah. to see with episode three now. Did you? I've seen two little Easter eggs highlighted that are not spoilers because they're just in the background and I couldn't see them. I don't know if it's like a news background or a TV or a computer screen, but there's two little kind of clickable news stories in the background of one scene. And they say something on the lines of the first one says, uh, something like Bar Brawl breaks out with man with metal claws is one of the little news stories. Everyone's getting right. excited. So hashtag Wolverine has been trending on Twitter uh, all day today. And the other one is people asking why there is a giant statue sticking out of ocean. And I'm like, finally, finally yes. somebody's acknowledging <laughs> Eternals. <laughs> Eternals is finally people are asking this question of why there's a giant marble man in, in one yep. of the oceans. But uh, yeah, these little nuggets. I, I, I'm, not, I'm trying again to avoid all these deep dives into all these things, but I, I did see those pictures. But yeah, episode two, I'm excited about She-Hulk. I very much enjoyed it. And that's basically what I've watched. When the best film to come out this week is a remastered version of The Wrath of can at the cinema. I'm like, I'll <laughs> really go bother going to the cinema this week. So uh, yeah, that's the best I can do. She-Hulk. Ah, there we go. So Wrexham and She-Hulk and Avoid Thor is our yeah, recommendations okay. for this week. So two so thumbs up get... for Disney, one thumb down for Disney, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's get on to some actual gossip and some news as why the people are here. So obviously, I started moaning about um, Cineworld and cinemas. So I thought I'd do a little discussion point. Are cinemas finally dead? Because I believe they are. There's no place for them now. They're yeah, I done. think streaming's killed cinema. The big quick time. turnarounds, the people have got big tellies, they're way cheaper. And ultimately, it's not just Cineworld, it's every film company, except from small independent ones. You go to Cineworld, for example, it's like 16 quid a ticket per person. You take a family, you get them all popcorn and a drink. You're looking at like 70 to 80 quid to take your family. Having worked uh, in a cinema, the money comes from the snacks as well. So, yeah, like, so they tried five for a packet of Doritos. It was Blake when I was there. <laughs> was, was the markup from what they take in terms of popcorn, like what it costs them to bring in popcorn to what they actually sell that product for. That's where the money is. Like, it costs them money for the whole bringing in films, getting films and deals with cinema chains and with production companies and all that. But the money's in the snacks. But like Andy says, when it is 13, 15 pound a ticket to just see a film, it's, it's just so costs so much yep. now to go there. Well, it's like view cinemas. I, I used to love view cinemas. You go in there and I think you still go on like a Tuesday and it's like three pound 50. They're one that that bad boy. Different, they've got like like bargain seats as well. It's like there's premium yeah. seats, and then different areas on different screens cost different money. It cost money. us um, for the VIP seats eight ninety nine on a Saturday. There you go. So whereas if you went to Sydney World, uh, no, sorry, seven nine. What I'm talking about, yeah, seven nine. Yeah, Orient Sydney World easily fifteen pound upwards. Yeah. And if they're going to keep charging that price, cinemas, that's where you're going to go wrong. People don't give a shit. I think so. chain cinemas are gobbed. I think because. Yeah. All of the major studios now, and it pretty much is, have their own streaming service, especially in America. Like, you've got Paramount Plus, you've got HBO, you've got, uh, was it Peacock, you've got Disney. So every main company has somewhere they can put their films. But I think what will survive will be, like, charity cinemas, like, yes. places to get funding, like, rich people, oh, I love blank cinema, I'll keep it open, and then they put on 
art house films, classic films and all that, they'll survive, I think, especially yeah. in big cities. Like, say a small town, it's local cinema might really struggle because all the best films are going to be on streaming. But yeah, I think the big big chains might struggle now. Um, and, the big, again, and the biggest... Yeah, go on. This is, this yeah. is the period that we always talked about where uh, COVID shut down films coming out, but it also shut down films being made. So all the films that should have come out have come out. All the films that should be being made haven't yet been made yet to release in time for now, if you know what I'm saying. So there will be more films getting made. It's just that at this moment, all the best films have either come out or not finished yet. So Exactly. Like, so if they can survive here, they survive this dip, it might be back. Because there's, there's probably another Top Gun Maverick in there somewhere, the, the sixth biggest film in American movie history. So there's something there. Well, the problem is, I have with it, is people are just going to watch it at home now. Like, and it's people that listen to this kind of podcast, movie geeks, us, that just want to watch it early. They don't want to go dick around at the cinema. If it's on Disney Plus the day of launch, they're just going to watch it on Disney Plus now. Every so, second film I go to see, there's a psychopath on the screen. I can't escape them. So Exactly. Genuinely. I was a just... psychopath at the cinema. It was just me back on four kids and me like, yeah, let's have it to ourselves here. <laughs> but I, I'd much prefer to sit in, in front of my 4K 65-inch telly, which is really close to me anyway, so it's like a cinema screen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no dickheads. Occasionally I can hear a pigeon outside, but it's not. you've not got cunts eating popcorn, taking their shoes off the waft of B.O. <laughs> like, oh, that, nope. oh, my God, the guy behind me. Oh, Exactly. Yeah, so you don't get any of that. I mean, if that happens, I just go like, Chantel, go put some doodle on now. I, I can also... <laughs> You can pause it as well. You're in control. You can you can pause it if you need to go to the toilet. You you can turn off subtitles if they're on. I know you have that problem a lot. Well, yeah, exactly. But no, I do make a rule. When I'm going to sit down and watch a film I have not seen, it's literally phones down, lights down. We don't pause it for anything. Even if the door goes, fuck them. Like, I do well, treat I, it I'll like a it cinema. If there's something at the door, I'll pause it. But I'm like, okay, phones down, no interruptions. Yeah, the phone coming out is the new. I'm getting a bit bored of this. So it's like Sandman episode two. That's when the phone kind of came out. <laughs> that's like, yeah. no, episode three. I've got to pay attention. No, the phone came out. <laughs> so yeah, there's our cinema rants. We pretty much think if you own a cinema train, it's squeaky bum time. Sell up. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of streaming services and cunts that just don't die, Warner Brothers. They're they're back on our podcast again. So we're going to get sponsorship from them soon. I reckon. Just so. Disney every week, and one is usually good news and one is usually bad news. Exactly. So uh, Warner Brothers had their screening, their secret private top screening of uh, Batwoman, or Batgirl, whatever it's called, that nobody will ever get to see, but it was a a cast and the crew got together to see, here's what we actually made, Uh, which apparently the rumours are, it's pretty good, but we're never going to see it. So that's that. But then they decided to double down and just decided to move all their cinema releases. So Shazam was meant to come out on the 24th, 4th of December was one of the Christmas launches. They've now moved it to the 17th of March next year, which was Aquaman's release date because they've now shifted Aquaman to December next year. Uh, is that because they have to recast a major role in it? I would say so. <laughs> I, I reckon it was, that's a poopy bed syndrome, we'll call that one. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, Warner Brothers have um, kind of shafted themselves, and I do feel bad for it. if you're a DC fan and all your films are sitting with Warner Brothers right now. You're just like, oh, God. Hey, if you got uh, them done, just release them. It's just because I read somewhere that I think the Warner Brothers are claiming one way or another they've only got enough money to release two films in 2022, like for the render of 2022. I think that's why they've shifted everything, that their money for actually making films 
promoting films is so light that they can only do two and they've picked whatever two it is and that's the word only. You just like remember like some of the best films I've seen are films that just drop. It's like, what is this? Yeah, I'll go and watch it. No trailers, no advertising. The more trailers and advertising I see, the least likely I want to go and see it. Yeah, exactly. I have so, a bullet. You want to see bullet train, and the more you saw it, the I was like, I, was, I seen, I seen a, a teaser, like a teaser, a genuine teaser trailer. Like, I'm putting a train. I'm sold. <laughs> then I seen the entire story. I'm like, oh, I can't be arsed. And now it's like five <laughs> weeks in. I've still not seen it. Yeah. Because I've got too much. So yeah, teasers. People want just teasers. Just a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Like right now, Black Panther. They keep the Black Panther teaser as it is. Perfect. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Do not add to that. But you know they're going to. Oh yeah. The, the uh, first thing is going to be the picture of whoever the Black Panther is. It'll be a the the week before, but you'll just won't be able to escape it. Any channel, any YouTube video, anything you click on, you're going to have the, the trailer playing. So. Yeah. So, but yeah, Warner Brothers are like they're they're gubbed. Um, if you if you own shares in Warner Brothers, sell. That's another <laughs> top tip right there. And then the only kind of happy news, I think it's happy, because it was emotional when he was in Maverick, is uh, Val Kilmer. He wants to reprise his role as uh, Bruce Wayne again in a Batman film. All right, okay. I'm okay for that. Yeah, yeah. Because he can do it, and obviously there is a a universe where Batman is in a wheelchair and stuff like that, so they could even go down that route. Uh Yeah, because it it couldn't be his movie, so he'd have to be in somebody else's movie, so I wonder how they would would do it. But But yeah, uh. I'm I'm all for Val Kilmer doing more stuff, because that that scene in Maverick, oh, God. (laughs) Still haven't seen it yet. So, Chris, give us some other news. What have you got? Uh, I've got a few little fluffer bits. Um, Fluff it up. uh, actors are known for like playing badasses in movies, but um, there's not very many that can say that they're actual uh, champion, like Tom Hardy can. He, uh, oh, yeah, I've seen this. Surprise contestants at a charity jiu-jitsu competition and actually won it. So, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> he made <laughs> a guy tough and break his leg, I think. Uh, just about, yeah. He's an absolute killer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so next time he's fighting us in the film you can be like he's a genuine badass I'm, yeah. I wouldn't want to mess with him yeah <laughs> I don't know that. that's, that's, but you that's imagine being the guy just standing going oh, I could absolutely destroy this guy and out walks Tom Hardy and you're like oh, you're being fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you imagine if you just went I was boring or not <laughs> break anyone's back yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, my other bit is um, there's apparently a new Exorcist trilogy on the go um, and it's based exactly. on a 1971 book of the same name, obviously. And apparently, it's going to be a direct sequel to the original 1973 film taking place in the present day. So it sounds like um, it's going to ignore the other sequels, which I didn't realise yeah. it was sequels. So kind of similar to what Halloween's just done, where yes. Halloween, the newest trilogy, only follows the original one. So yeah. similar to that. And the one character that's confirmed to return is, I think, the Reagan's mum. I was going to say, is it the demon? No. Well, I don't know about the demon. I've lost track of who the demons are and stuff, but Reagan's mum from the original film, she's coming back, so it might be central to her family or something. I don't know. Well, that'll be big on a streaming service when that comes out. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I'll say so. Uh, another bit for uh, Days Gone fans. Sorry, Days Gone fans are raging at the fact that Sam Whitford hasn't been cast uh, in the rumoured movie that's happening. Um, I, I didn't realise this, but he lends his likeness and voice to the main character, and he's a good actor, so I don't know why he wouldn't go for him. But the guy that is being in talks to do it is Sam Hewen, who um, I don't know what he's from, Outlander or something like that, or right, okay, okay, something I've never heard of. But that's another game adaptation, which yeah, the popular, yeah, a few mixed bags though. 
Yeah. Doom, that was an absolute banger. <laughs> the OG. And uh, speaking of games, only found this out in the last half hour or so. Um, our Lord and Saviour, Ryan Reynolds, will uh, front the remake of Clue with director James Bobbin, I think he's yes. called. Uh, there's no other details reported yet, but I think it's a, a remake from like the 19 whatever film that had Tim Curry in it. 85-ish, yeah. I think, yeah. So, that's, that's, could do no wrong just now, so he has to get it. If that's in the same sort of tone as that, was it Game Night? Uh, yeah. In the tone of that, or the one where they had to, like, was it the one where they had to like sm- slap Jeremy Renner? Was that Game Night still, or was that a different one? Oh, Tag, yeah. Tag, there you go, Tag, tag yeah. yeah. If it's in the same sort of feeling as those kind of films, I think that could be really good. Yeah, cool... I kind of want Ryan Reynolds to take part in this new uh, Pac-Man like live action film that's happening. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work. I don't know, but it's going to be mental. Intriguing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it probably be Sonic. He'll just he'll come to the real world. Well, I imagine. Go, going with that, so like there were some other bits of news that didn't make the cut. So literally, obviously, there was Pac-Man, which I mentioned last week. There's a te- apparently a Tetris film coming out as well. <laughs> how does that work? Like, it's Hollywood just giving up on ideas Tetris. It's like, do you remember when we tried to make a Mario film? Let's make Tetris. That'll work. Yeah. <laughs> a plumber uh, on mushrooms won't, but uh, Tetris will. The star of the show will be that one that's a straight line. That's oh, always, yeah, you always need a straight one. Yeah, that'll be the... Who's 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 there, just going, Pong. We'll try Pong. Pong, yeah. <laughs> Pong, a movie. I'd, I'd watch that. But, yeah, that's my main news. But also, if anyone's looking to get a... Uh, a Hellfire Club t-shirt, don't. Because I got one, and I've been hounded by little kids since I wore it. I went to the co-op recently, and some guy jumped out at me going, oh, I like your t-shirt. Where did you get it from? And I'm like, oh, no, no. So, uh, like, a few weeks ago, obviously, we were at Comic-Con at the height. It was the week after Stranger Things had just came yeah. out. Everybody was wearing Hellfire t-shirts. Like, I mean, everybody. Yep. Those those fans are nuts. Like, I nearly bought one before Stranger Things started, because Primark started selling them. And I, I walked up, I was in a Primark down south somewhere, and I walked in, there's this whole section, I was like, oh, these t-shirts are pretty cool, and I had, like, Hawkins basketball jerseys, and Haw- oh, it must be, like, Stranger Things. I'm like, I don't know what that Hellfire thing is, but I quite like it. I nearly bought one, I thought, yeah, I won't bother with it. <laughs> oh. And since then, Jay's been looking for one, and she can't get one anywhere, but I'll put her off the walk. Oh, I got Perhaps. one, and it's the worst decision I've ever made, because I was just walking <laughs> yeah. in the court, and some kid just fucking stalked me around, going, where'd you get it? It was, uh, the internet. Well, uh, Google what, it. What, what website? Uh, I'm not telling you. I'm not going to tell you where I get my my stuff. That's, <laughs> if I tell you I, as a gift, then I'm not telling you the way the way it's from. Just, so. just say Pornhub. <laughs> yeah, and I was like picking the kids up from school, and again the kids just like, oh look, he's got a Hellfire T-shirt. I was like, this you is the said, business transaction I, ever. I got it from <laughs> tenpointpodcast.com. I pressed the donate button, and then I said, my teacher <laughs> <magic> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'll just take yeah. it off there. Take it. Eighteen ninety nine to them, and they sent me it. <laughs> Oh, well, before we pass over to our forecast, I actually did forget one bit of news that's going across all of our weekly news, if you've been following. I like to put a little teaser in there for Bruce, and it's the continuation of Godzilla and Kong. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, new rumours out, which I don't think are rumours anymore, I think it is now factual, that Disney now own the Kong prequel. Okay. So, Disney are going to do a live-action Kong, baby Kong, all about him on Skull Island, a little bit more about Hollow Earth. Um, but people are now shitting themselves because Disney also came out in the same week, basically saying their visual effects staff are completely snowed under. They can't mm. do any new visual effects. 
kind of can see that in She-Hulk. <laughs> and now they're going to CGI Kong into the same Kong Godzilla universe, and people are now worried he's going to look shit. Yeah. So it's it's a worrying times, but you now need to have Disney Plus to watch the Kong bit. You then need to have Apple TV to go and watch the, the, the human TV. side of Godzilla yeah. versus Kong. And then you need to have a cinema ticket to go and watch the Big Daddy Kong versus Godzilla 2 on the big Maybe if, if cinemas still exist at that point, yeah. <laughs> exactly. If we if we shut down cinemas, it'll probably be on like Paramount streaming <laughs> owned by might, nobody else. It might be Warner Brothers that own Kong and Godzilla separately, I think. I could be wrong. I think they might have the rights to it, but I could, I could be wrong on that one. But yeah. So, yeah, basically, you're going to have, if you want to watch all your Kongs and stuff like that, you're going to need about £100 a month to watch your streaming <laughs> services. The best way, soon we're just going to be just buying DVDs. We're going to be back to just buy the DVDs of the things you want to watch. It's going to How be... it comes full circle. I know. Right, Bruce, give us some forecast. What can we watch this week? Uh, I think it's maybe better than last week, but it's not great. <laughs> Top five, barely changed. Nope, Bullet Train, DC League of Super Pets, and Minions maintain the top four spots. However, despite Chris going to see it, Thor Love and Thunder has dropped out of the top five. Oh, Replaced with a film that I didn't know was coming out last week and apparently was brand new, Dragon Ball Super Superhero. I think I've not typoed that. I think it does say super twice in the title of it, but that came in at number five. I'm not a Dragon Ball anything sort of fan, uh, but there you go, and that's there as well. This week, though, two films covering it this week. One... It's called Beast. I've teased it a couple of weeks in a row. I'm not going to go see it. It seems to be Idris Elba versus a lion, and that is what the film is about. Uh, so I see, I seen the trailer for this ages ago, and I was like, all right. Then as the trailer went on, I went, no, that's a bit shit. And then almost straight away after that, I seen this trailer for this film called Prey, which we've done a podcast on, and I'm like, Predator's better than a lion. <laughs> Why would you bring this film out? They literally fucked it up. Yeah. So yeah, it is basically that. It looks like Idris Elba and his family on holiday in like a safari, and they crash their car, and then there's a lion there, and then there's a film happens. <laughs> like, no, so. no. Well, apparently the lion is trying to take vengeance because it's the 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 people he's on the tour with, like they killed the lion's family. Oh, so they, apparently they've actually got a backstory to this fucking lion. This like character. So We're gonna kill this lion. <laughs> just just go watch Prey instead. I reckon yeah, it'd be a better film. Watch yeah. instead. So that's one of the big films. Another one, kind of inter- intriguing. Is one is I don't want to deep dig a deep dig too deep into it in case it spoils stuff. It's called The Invitation. Uh, the main star seems to be Natalie Emmanuel. She's from Game of Thrones. I can't remember her character name was, but she was Khaleesi's kind of Missandei or something like that. That's her. Yeah. So she's yeah. the main girl in it. Um, and a guy, I, I don't recognise the actor, but I just have Sean Pertwee in it, who we've done on the podcast oh. before. He's, he's not, not one interest. two main roles, but he's in there. This is what the synopsis says for the invitation. A young woman is courted and swept off her feet, only to realise a gothic conspiracy is afoot. So it's like, there you go. It sounds a bit like Ready or Not. Which That's we did what I was trying to think of. Yeah, yeah, a bit like that. But yeah, it's, it seems like a kind, of, a kind of twisty sort of thriller. It looks like it's got horror elements to it. Um but uh, there you go, The Invitation. They both come out. I think they are both at cinemas this week. I couldn't find other words. Uh, I keep expecting to see Bodies, 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 which is a film I see advertised everywhere, but hasn't got a UK release date for like another few weeks yet. So you can see it in unlimited previews if you are a Cineworld gore. But That's that... not a random porn film I keep seeing on Facebook, is it? It could be, I don't know. Uh, like, Some Swedish it's... thing, I've got a standard ovation at like the Cannes Festival or something. Right, I don't think it's I that. don't know if that's oh, what it's called. No, it's, I think it's like a, a Gen Gen Z, as I say, whatever the, the most current uh, name for the generation is. Uh, sort of kind of thrillery, kind of twistery thing. I would uh, say Gen Cs. 
That's what I'm saying. Gen Z's. Uh, and, and hey. Streaming this week. I couldn't find any new films that are actually streaming this week. I forgot to watch uh, Andy's recommendation from last week. The greatest uh, oh, yeah. film I've seen ever. Uh, my dad watched it and said it was the most cliche-ridden thing he'd ever seen. In the <laughs> Uh, so I told you, that yeah, means good That's good, okay So in terms of streaming, <laughs> next Friday Which we might not be doing a news podcast for next week Because we're probably not doing a podcast next week Rings of Power, the, the game of Not Game of Thrones, the Lord of the Rings Preview, prequel Is the word I'm looking for Starts next Friday, the 2nd of September uh, So I guess we'll all be Quick back on, Like We've got this whole thing with it Talking about the Game of Thrones prequel was Came out. Yeah, I watched it yet. <laughs> and also, it wasn't worth talking about. There were some titties, there was some ass. That's pretty much standard Game of Thrones right there. That's your life, isn't it? Ass and titties. Add the review of something. Is there nudity? Yes, there is. Don't talk about it. Um, yeah, so Rings of Power, by the, the next time that we would have done a news podcast, that'll come out. So go see that as well. And in, in the future, some more films. November sneaked into my radar now because that's actually when films are coming back. So probably by the time I see Halloween ends, it'll be November. And then the cinemas are still alive, Black Panther, Wakanda <laughs> Forever, and something else I've not written down. But yeah, it's a bit quiet on the film front at the moment, Andy. Well, there you go. So that's why we're going to be taking a couple of week break because there's some important events taking place, which we'll talk about after the podcast. Um, so yeah, we pretty much give you no things, but if you like Ryan Reynolds, go watch Wrexham. If you like Marvel, don't go and watch Thor. But if you do like Marvel, watch She-Hulk. And you've got nothing to look forward to in the near future. <laughs> that is the summary she of this bleak. podcast. So, but if all is doom and gloom, you could go and just get yourself Catch Me If You Can, because that's going to be the film that we're going to be reviewing, and it'll be the next podcast you can listen to us on. I'm sure there'll be some hot takes in that because uh, Chris loves a twist. Um, and we'll we'll see what we have to think on Catch Me If You Can. And we shall see you hopefully in a couple of weeks if there's any movie news. If there's not, we'll probably give up and never do this <laughs> See you in another year's time. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see you for now.